April is Distracted Driving Awareness Month. What does that mean and how does it affect you? Find out on the next On Air with Myrick O'Connell right now. Hello and welcome to On Air with Myrick O'Connell. I'm Howard Kaplan. April is Distracted Driving Awareness Month. The National Safety Council estimates our roads are the most dangerous they've been in years. Eight people are killed and hundreds more are injured every day in accidents related to distracted driving. Myrick O'Connell attorney Ted Bassett is here to help us raise awareness about distracted driving. Ted Bassett, welcome to On Air with Myrick O'Connell. Good afternoon, Howard. Nice to speak with you again. So the first question is, what exactly is distracted driving? So, Howard, um, distracted driving, I think most of us, the first thing we think of is using the cell phone while you're driving. But distracted driving is really any activity that diverts a driver's attention from driving, which includes talking or texting on your phone, eating, drinking, talking to the people in your vehicle, fiddling with the radio, fiddling with the navigation system, basically anything that takes your attention away from the task of safe driving. And typically we think of there's three types of distracted driving. Number one, anything that takes your hand off the wheel. Number two, anything that takes your eyes off the road. And the third one um, is anything that takes your mind off of driving. Whether you've had a fight with someone or you're angry or, or tired and you're not able to focus on driving. So those are that's a, a broad definition of distracted driving. And Ted, why is distracted driving such a big deal? Well, distracted driving is such a big deal because the statistics show that probably last year there were over 3,500 people who were killed as a result of distracted driving. Wow. And another... 400,000 people who were injured by distracted driving. And that's a that's a conservative estimate because that's based on police reports where there's some evidence of distracted driving. For the most part, if you're in an accident and it was caused by distracted driving, you are doing everything you can actually to hide that from the police uh, or from any investigative authority. And they say, Ted, that uh and I see if I get this right, that texting while driving can be as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than drunk driving? Yes. There's a study that out of the University of Utah where they use these driving simulators, and they actually found that texting while driving was as dangerous as someone who had a blood alcohol level of 0.08, which is the legal limit here in Massachusetts. And actually, in those tests that they did, the there were collisions only with the people that were uh, texting as opposed to those who were driving drunk. And what happens is is that people are driving faster when they're texting or on the phone. They're changing lanes. They have to, to slam on their brakes harder. So uh, there's all types of studies which are being done by engineers, psychologists, and other experts which have found that distracted driving can be as dangerous as uh, drunk driving. One study that came out of um, Virginia Tech, which does a lot of these transportation studies, one of those studies actually showed that using a handheld phone or using hands-free phone 
both are as dangerous. So, you know, we've eliminated uh, by law, and I think throughout the country, eliminated the use of handheld phones for conversations. But if you've got your phone mounted on your dashboard or wherever, you're allowed to use the hands-free Bluetooth system. Uh, But some studies have actually shown that uh, you become, your mind becomes distracted. And although you're looking straight ahead, you're looking at the road, you are not focusing. It's an impairment that none of us are really aware of. It's called a blind impairment, uh, not vision, but mentally. And one of the things that's it's even more dangerous than if you're talking with someone in the car, because both of you then have the opportunity. You can talk about the traffic or see what's happening. So a lot of the studies are showing just how dangerous it is. And and unfortunately, our society, I I think no matter where you go, whether you're in a car or a plane, whether you're walking the streets, people have their cell phones on and they're just not paying attention. Absolutely. Uh, So in terms of of driving, uh, the phone needs to be shut off. And there are also some apps that you can get. iPhone has apps, which once the car is moving, it will shut down the texting and the, uh, the phone operation. So bringing it down to brass tacks, uh, Ted, uh, what are the consequences of distracted driving? The hardcore consequences. What's the bottom line here? Well, the bottom line is that thousands of people are being killed and and thousands of people are being injured because of the distracted driving. One of the most serious personal injury cases I had last year involved a 50-year-old man with a delightful family. He had three children and he was riding his bike and all of a sudden uh, a car came and crashed into him. He had brain damage, $2 million worth of medical bills. He is um, institutionalized for the rest of his life. A young mother who was driving, clean uh, driving record, had two kids in car seats in the back. One of the kids dropped his sippy cup. She turned turned around to lift up the cup, and the distracted driving, not the phone, but just distracted driving doing that, she plowed into him from the rear. And it was just oh. so th- that, that's the most harsh and most severe consequence of uh, distracted driving. There are, of course, now civil penalties. First offense, hundred dollars. Second offense, two fifty. Third offense, five hundred. And then, of course, tacked onto that, you get a nice surcharge every year on your insurance premium. So the consequences are serious. And unfortunately, we live in a society where it is do what I say and not what I do. Because I think almost all of us, including myself, I found I'm guilty at times. There's, I'm waiting for an important text message, and I'm just going to press the phone and take a peek. Um, yeah. But they say that when you are distracted and you, you look at a text, it takes an average of five seconds, and at 55 miles per hour, you've traveled the length of a football field without looking. So those are the consequences. Wow. And then on top of that, there are convictions, uh, possibly like reckless or negligent driving convictions, uh, revoked licenses, uh, insurance, you know, insurance rates will skyrocket, even if no one is hurt. 
and uh, and the mental toll. You know, if somebody, a uh, driver, God forbid, kills a person, either a stranger or someone in their car, those are consequences as well that can uh, arise from distracted driving. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, they say it's only going to get worse because the generation of young drivers coming up is the generation that uses texting and cell phones the most of any generation. And they're all about to get their learner's permits and whatever. So the public needs to be aware of it. The young people need to be aware of it. And I I think, Howard, one of the things that, that I always stress is if you are a witness to distracted driving, you've got to speak up, whether you're a teenager in the backseat of a car with a friend and you see somebody texting or using the phone, you got to say, hey, put it down. And they say that 90% of teenagers will put the will do what they're told to do when a peer says to them, stop, it's wrong. And uh, I, I remember growing up many years ago when almost everyone in my generation was smoking cigarettes. It took the younger generation to come and say, oh, you can't do that. You got to stop that. It's bad for your health. Yeah. So, you know, there needs to be this social awareness and this willingness to tell people to put it down and to stop it. And, and, um, and I would assume that's one of the things that parents can do if they're worried about their teen driver is get on them and teach their teen, right? Right, right. The teens, though, the studies have shown the teens report that probably 75% of their parents they see um, <laughs> doing something that's distracted driving. Oh, and as I said, it's the, the surveys also show that like 80% of the people will say, of course, it's horrible to text. And then the same survey shows, but 40% of those people admit that in the past 30 days, they've texted. So it's a matter of you need to turn the phone off, whether it's through an app that turns the phone off and the texting ability off. We should take the pledge. And there is a pledge in, in April. The pledge is, is that, you know, I promise that I will not use my cell phone in any shape or form. And that if I observe it, I will tell the driver to stop. And uh, we, we need everybody to participate in that. You know, the subject you talked about, uh, apps that someone can download and that will shut off your texts and email when you're driving. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because that could really save a life here. It could save multiple lives. Uh, Howard, in terms of these apps, I, I know there are a number of different apps. The only one that uh, I'm personally familiar with is on the iPhone, the app, which will, in fact, turn off your phone and turn off the ability to send or receive texts. And that app is very easy to download. And once the, the car is turned on and you are in motion, it, it shuts it down. You know, it could be as simple as each one of us turning the phone off or putting it in the in the trunk before we go. But the apps are available. They're not widely used because people are sort of, well, well I don't want to miss out on something. Yeah. Uh, but I think as a parent, a parent certainly can make sure that those apps are installed on their, their children's phones. Absolutely. So, Ted, what do you hope people will take away from this podcast? What I hope they'll take away from the podcast is that 
distracted driving takes many, many forms. And we all need to be aware of the fact that anything that distracts us takes the hands off the wheel, the eyes off the road, or the mind off of driving. You need to be aware that you have to stop those activities. And I think the most important thing for the younger generation, who usually there's four or five of them in the car, is you need to speak up. The peer pressure, as we know, for teenagers is extreme. But you need to speak up and say, hey, turn off the phone. No use of that. It's it's not allowed because it's, it's just not safe. I mean, there are just some horrible stories that are being told at high school seminars about young people uh, whose lives were destroyed who were, and who were killed because of this. But I think that the solution is, is is to ban use of cell phones in the car. I don't think this um, hands-free uh, is enough, but uh, we need to be more aware of it and to let people know that we're around, they have to stop. Very well said, Ted. Uh, and I also want to um, remind folks that we're talking about distracted driving. April is Distracted Driving Awareness Month. And we have with us Myrick O'Connell attorney Ted Bassett. Uh, Ted, if folks want to contact you about this issue or any others that you specialize in, how can they reach you? So my direct line at the office is 508-860-1442. And my email address is ebassett, spelled B-A-S-S-E-T-T, at myrickoconnell.com. Thanks, Ted. We want to thank you for being on on air with Myrick O'Connell. This is a very important topic, and you've given us a lot to think about. Thanks, Ted. Okay. Thank you, Howard. I'm Howard Kaplan. Take care and stay safe. This podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Myrick O'Connell. It is intended to inform you of developments in the law and to provide information of general interest. It is not intended to constitute legal advice and should not be relied upon as such. This podcast may be considered advertising under the rules of the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court. 